In Acts 1-8, God calls us to be witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and even to the remotest part of the earth, challenging Christians with life's most important race, the Great Commission. When God calls us to run in such a way to win, we must do it now. In this 21-day devotional series, you will hear from our senior pastor, ministers, and staff members about what it means to each of them to adopt a win-now mentality, reaching as many people as possible as quickly as possible for Jesus Christ starts right now with you. First Baptist Dallas presents Mission 1A, Win Now. Hi, my name is Robert Jeffress, and I'm the senior pastor at First Baptist Dallas. We're so glad you decided to tune in for day one of our new Mission 1-8 Win Now devotional series. I'll begin the series by reading my devotional titled, Run to Win. Let's start by reading a word of Scripture from 1 Corinthians 9, verse 24. Do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but only one receives the prize. Run in such a way that you may win. Paul willingly gave up his freedom. He owed no one anything, but he gave himself in service to everyone. For though I am free from all men, I have made myself a slave to all. Why? Why would Paul turn around after being set free by Christ and lay down his rights? He explained the reason so that I may win more. 1 Corinthians 9, verse 19. Paul was single-mindedly focused on winning. After a radical conversion out of Judaism, Paul would become a Jew again to win Jews. After being set free from the bondage of the old law, he would put himself under its restrictions to win those under the law. He would become weak to win the weak. He would become all things to all men, so that I may by all means save some. 1 Corinthians 9.22 In this crucial passage, Paul uses the terms win and save interchangeably. To be focused on winning was, for Paul, to be absolutely absorbed with bringing people to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Paul had been taken in so thoroughly by the gospel himself that he made sharing the gospel the rule for every one of his actions. Everything Paul did at every moment of the day was solely devoted to spreading the gospel. What would happen if an entire community of people shared Paul's obsession with this type of winning? What would it look like if a whole church caught the vision for sharing the gospel and saving souls that characterized the early church? What would we all give up doing? What would we start doing? How would our lives look? What would our conversations sound like? What would happen to our church? What would happen through our church to our city, our nation, and our world? These don't have to be purely hypothetical questions. We can humble ourselves, seek out the face of God, and turn our hearts to Him. He is there. He has promised that He will listen and respond. He has sent us His Holy Spirit, who will never leave us nor forsake us. With His power at work in us and through us, miracles are possible. We can see hard hearts melt. We can see broken lives mended. Things that seem impossible can become realities. We can win now. 
Let's get ready to run in such a way that we, as a church, may win. I am going to give everything I have these next two years to win as many people as possible as quickly as possible. Will you join me? As you go about your day, here are a few questions to reflect on. First, read 1 Corinthians 9. What are some of the major things Paul gave up in order to focus on winning people to the gospel of Jesus Christ? Second, would you be willing to make similar sacrifices? What might that look like in your life? Here's the challenge I want to leave with you. Pray today for a renewed focus in your life on winning people to faith in Jesus Christ. Write down the names of three people you hope will come to know Christ through Mission 1-8. Win now.